Yes, tell us all about your so, affinity for Asian men. So so to catch the audience up behind the scenes talk, first we were talking Jesus about how uh, Vince said his homosexual lover, Jack, <laughs> uh, well, leather. He sent him leather, apparently. Leather, get it, get leather. it, get it right. Yeah, leather. Right. Not, not fake leather, real leather. Assless real, chaps. Real leather. Assless chaps. He already, so that he no, could... he, no, he already had those, but I was going to have, have him um, send uh, Clary's version of those because her rind studded. Yes, pink rhinestones, no less. That's... Correct. <clears throat> and he also sent Jack uh, leather-bound Lord of the Rings books. And Jack's like, oh, my God, it's so pretty. And so uh, I pointed out factually that the movies have been made. You don't need to read the books. And then these guys <laughs> went on about something about wasting a perfectly good day. <clears throat> Vince, aren't you going motorcycle riding today? If the rain stops, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go no, outside. No, no, no. I, I, I will. Th- I, I don't really weatherize or winterize my motorcycle. I cover it, but I ride whenever the weather is sunny. And it doesn't matter what how cold it is. Good for you. And you don't have anything like <clears throat> heated handlebars or uh, nope. anything oh, like that. Like no. heated well, handlebars, just, just grips, seats, no, and backrest? No. No, I've they have those, but I, I don't have <laughs> I don't have none of it's that. It's such no. a luxury, let me tell you. I it's, believe it. I believe it's, it. It's <laughs> worth it. I'll I'll tell you another thing. Uh the GF got me basically it's an electric blanket, except it's a sweater or sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, and you just get like a little USB battery, mm-hmm. uh one of you know, ten thousand milliamps or whatever, you charge it up, you hit the button and it heats you up inside. And I wish I had that ten years ago. Uh, because mm-hmm. now I'm a weakling and I don't go out unless it's 75 and sunny. So they, they work really well, those heated uh, vests and, and very, gloves and stuff? Yes, very. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll but, look into that. Thor will tell you this. If you're going long distance, if you've ever hit rain or snow, heavily not snow, but your extremities is what you got to fight. So like mm-hmm. the gloves and that's where heated uh, handlebars and shield, you know, on the um, <clears throat> windshields uh, on your handlebars. Yeah, a fairing, a fairing helps too to... to yeah, get that wind out. Yeah. A, a good rain suits are very small. You get what you pay for, but you get a good rain suit and it'll save you. You're yeah, okay. That makes sense. Just kind of pack that in the saddlebags, whatever. Yeah. That yeah. way you don't have to spend a, a whole day under a bridge or something. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen those. Yeah, like those poor dudes on the crotch rockets, a huddle underneath a, a bridge on two ninety five. What, whatever you do, do not get Coleman. Uh, in terms of any kind of rain gear, yeah, it will shred. Anything. Ne- don't get cold. Yeah. yeah so. All right. Anyway. Walmart. <laughs> get Walmart. <laughs> not, not oh, we got more people in here. Oh, look, look. The there's John, and then here's the military. The man of the hour, Ryan Stone. Right. Are you there, hey Ryan? Hey, sailor. Yeah, I'm just eating, so I was gonna stay off until I finished. <laughs> Mukbang <laughs> Saturday morning mukbang. <laughs> Rental mukbangs. All right. Well, today's topic, I'll introduce it here. Um, believe it or not, I read a book, and believe it or not, it was Ryan Stone's book. <gasps> and uh, I'm glad you're all sitting down, but could you believe Ryan Stone? Here's what I like about Ryan. He writes what is kind of a, a well-needed, well-marketed introductory book to cover a wide array of topics. Uh, and that's the, therefore the title of his book's praxeology, but then he proceeds in his very stone-like ways to write at a 189Q level where I got to go and look up these words and philosophies and all that. And I'm just like, I think I know what he's saying. Uh, and out of all the, uh, 
various themes within the book, the one that stood out the most to me was arguing or talking or communicating with women. And what uh, one of his main theses in the book, and Ryan, tell me if I'm wrong, is not only it's not that you don't argue with women, but that women have no intellectual honesty when it comes to arguing and discussing and having a conversation about important matters. And this is very important because I personally don't have, I have conflicting evidence in my own personal life where I've seen women be intellectually honest. And then I look back, I'm like, damn it, Stone's right. That bitch was lying to me the entire time. I said some factual. And then 20 seconds later, my head is going for a freaking loop because I'm like, what the F did she just say? And I'm trying to backpedal. And now I, I, I lost my frame, as it were, I lost my frame. Because <clears throat> I dared assume the girl would be intellectually honest. But since every guy is going to have to go out there and at minimum negotiate, doesn't even have to be argue, but you are going to be negotiating with yours. You're going to say, I think we got to figure it out now whether women are biologically or biophysiologically capable of being intellectually honest or if they're simply not. And we got to go Ryan Stone's route and therefore everyone should read his book. Thank you for calling me smart, by the way. <laughs> You're bullshit, you but smart. They're calling me smart. Look, the language stuff in there, it's its just I don't want to talk down to the audience. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of the book isn't to tell you what to think. It's to to give you an idea on how other guys have learned how to think, like how to think for yourself. So if I don't hold back on any concept that I think might be too difficult or if I think might need to be simplified, it forces the other person to think. So in a way, it's, it's almost like the subtext of it, which is kind of the point. As far as the arguing, yeah, it's Roosh had this argument. Back with is either Rolo or I think it was with Rolo like in 2014 or something like that. Where do women have honor? And I laughed. I was like, dude, of course. And he's like, and Bruce's point was the good one. Of course they don't. Guys have honor because you need the respect of your peers because you got to go, you know, caveman hunting together. So they got to trust you. Women have like a social pecking order that they're constantly fighting in, like a like a telenovela or a Mexican soap opera. So for them, words are just means to an end. So when you start arguing with a girl, why can't you just be intellectually honest? Like they are, but it's not the words that they're using. It's all the, the subtle pretexts, the jockeying for position. That's why when a girl asks, why would you say that? She doesn't actually want you to say why you would tell her why you would say that. She's basically about to dunk on you and you're walking into it willingly. But isn't that intellectual dishonesty? It's not. You're, she's she's manipulating. No, they're not. Okay. She... She knows, and uh, this is why I'm so confused. I guess when a Spanish guy is arguing with me in Spanish, is he being intellectually dishonest because I speak English? Or am I being deluded into thinking he should argue with me in English because that's just what we do? I, I don't think it's, it, it, that does make sense, but I don't think it's analogous. I think they have a goal. It's no different, I'd argue, than leftists abusing the language and yeah, applying different meaning to different. Well, that's intellectual dishonesty, isn't it? Sure, whatever then. Yeah, she's not a very good man. Oh, this woman's a horrible man. Got to, got to. She belongs to the streets. Case closed. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, good night, everyone. It's a. Uh, I wanted right, but... Hulk Hogan with a vagina, and I got Megan Fox with a dick. What the hell? <laughs> At least you're not stuck in prison. Not stuck in prison. All right. Well, for the rest of the, the the panel, do you guys think girls are capable of being intellectually honest? I mean, Paul, you were married. You you went through. <laughs> You you talked and negotiated. What what was going on over there? Man, don't use don't use my ex wife as someone that's intellectually honest. She's um she's one of those just really good 
master manipulators. You know, she's just super good at that. She lies to everybody. She used to go up to uh, any anytime you'd walk up and talk to like another woman, right? Let's say we, we would go to church or something like that. And she would say, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. Have you lost weight? And she would she would do that on purpose to try to like, you know, fluff them up a little bit. And it, it, like half the time you could clearly tell that that person did not lose weight. <laughs> in fact, they probably gained weight. And But she was just, you know, one of those people that liked to, you know, try to blow smoke up everyone's ass to to so that people would like her. And the thing is that she would make a lot of friends quickly, but ended up like everyone hated her you know, at the end of the day, because yeah, she wasn't, she was not a genuine person. She would really come, came across as fake and she still does that sort of thing to this day. So she's not, she's just not a good example. There are women out there that I think can be, but for the most part, most women just, they, they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, right? Women are really just hardwired not to hurt anybody's feelings. So they will lie tell white lies you know whatever it takes not to just be you know upfront and honest and i think that's why a lot of guys get so frustrated with women right why can't they just why can't they just tell us how they feel and like what they really mean it's like that's just not what they do (laughs) but but that but that brings up my point they're biologically or one would say um uh, psychologically evolutionarily hardwired to do so right yeah 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 i would agree with that yes yeah, I think women so do not have asked. It's definitely their default setting is to not communicate in that fashion at all. I think given enough time, they can uh, speak rationally and logically, but it's not something that is their default setting for sure. You know, they even lie to themselves and they believe it. Yeah. And uh, that protects them in a lot of ways, it protects their ego, protects their emotions. And then you give them, a, but I noticed with women that have had come from, these third world countries we were talking about before that had relatively harder lives seem to be able to rationalize uh, quicker than women that have, you know, first world problems for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan, uh, now you kind of, it is a praxeology. What, what do you recommend in terms of, because that was another thing where it's like, okay, I got to think about it. What you advise it's all, if you guys haven't read his book, it's 64 chapters and it's kind of if then statements. Situational. It's actually only four chapters. You just had the audio book. That was the difference. Oh, I had the audio book. Okay. It was, it was rather <clears throat> lengthy, but it's it still had, on a, a basic level. That's what it is. Do, is there a simple way to engage in this? Because you have about 30 rules. Well, yeah. You're, you, here's a girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you read, if you read the, like, the book book, it's actually just four, four. It's a tetrahedron. There's an emotional pillar, a physical pillar, an intellectual pillar, and then vision. The idea is the bottom pillars support the top pillars. So you can't have vision unless you have that. Physical is just being attractive. All the self-improvement stuff you can think of, you want to get that right. The intellectual sun is like a lot of the Rolo stuff. Understand male-female dynamics, the intellectual honesty with yourself. The emotional side is just understanding our more base instincts. You kind of have to like be your own therapist. Understand why women are emotional why men are emotional the way they are and then to accept your own failings and accept the way women are just never going to be that way. And then you kind of work with that. And that's really the gist of it is you just build on those three pillars. And then by the time you finish that pillar, you can answer for yourself. What is it I want out of life? But I'm not right. actually telling people what to do. I'm not giving advice or, pr- or anything like that. I think that's a horrible. No, thing. no, but, but my, my question is one of, um, 
efficiency and efficacy because I'm not I'm not even saying that your book is wrong. It is right, but I'm looking at that. Well, and it's not right it's or wrong. It's like uh, is engine mechanics is that right or wrong? It's like right, I don't know right. It's effective. Is it yeah. practical? Is what I'm saying. But to get to that level, it's going to take years. Well, and what else are you guys of, doing? Well, stricken up in your living room all day. Good point. I, let let me ask Vince because Vince, I think you're a bit more efficient. Where you're willing to cut this Gordian knot, like you have set rules and parameters, you just don't tolerate it. Correct. <laughs> um, some things have to be explicitly described or explained. You know, it's if this and that. What you're talking about earlier. Um, there's just certain things I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate lateness. Yep. A girl shows up late at my house, especially one that knows me and I'm inviting into my life for whatever amount of time. I just do not call what you will, but I, I just don't tolerate lateness. So no, if you're I'm showing resource. up late, yeah. If, if there, My main girl who's been with me for 17 months, she's been late twice. And with good reason, texting me ahead of time, explaining what's happening. And usually it's to benefit me anyway. So that works out nicely. Uh, but I, that's one thing I don't tolerate. And some guys may say, oh, well, you know, and I asked that on a, a pot on a, a broadcast with um, Red Hawk that I was on. I asked guys in the chat if they were laid back, if they like go with the flow, if they just, the ones that put ones in the chat, I could tell that they're going to have a hard time dealing with this kind of thing because they, it's that dying by that death by a thousand concessions yep. where you, you're like, oh, okay, well this time, all right, I'll, I'll let it slide. Maybe one, I'll let it slide. It's no, it's no big deal. It's okay. Who am I to argue? Who am I to fill in the blank? It doesn't matter. You have to, whatever boundaries, it, it may be a ridiculous, like my time thing may be a ridiculous boundary for some of you guys on the panel and in the chat. Absolutely not. I think it's critical. That's why I had you on. Yeah. So I, it doesn't matter for me. This is a, this is a rule for me. If it, if it doesn't work for you guys, then fuck it. I, I really don't care, but this is a rule for me and the one that I institute in my life and it works wonders because at that point, even if something is as innocuous as that, the woman's going to know that you're not bending on this. You're not going to bend on a lot of other things that you either explicitly or implicitly define. So, and then yes. you holding to these rules, especially <clears throat> the, you know your your main squeeze. It seems like mm -hmm. she obeys. I don't mean that in a, a BDSM type of way, but Robot. there is Vince no tardiness. Vince does. But, yeah, yeah, but no tardiness, <laughs> no crying. Uh, that's, uh, that's no crying, moment. and there was one time where she used the word "fuck," not at me, and mm -hmm. I don't, I don't tolerate cursing, whether it's to describe something, whether she's venting. I, I don't like. No, once again, oh, I, that's ridiculous. I, I don't fucking care. The women I bring class. into my life, the women that, yeah, the women that come into my life, you, <laughs> you're not late. You're not fucking. Well, you, a woman's <laughs> gonna cry. One's going to be a woman. She's going to cry. I don't like fabricated drama. Mm. Don't cry to try to manipulate me or or what have you. I don't tolerate that, and I do not tolerate cursing. That's just the way it is. Now, some guys don't give it. Like, oh, I like when a girl curses. I don't fucking care. Mm. I don't care. Do people actually like when women cry? Like, no. 
No, well, I mean, well, it, it depends. That's how you know you're dominating. Well, having said that, there's some instances where I will make a woman cry, but we're exactly. not going to get into that because that's a different topic. Exactly. So, it yes. brings me joy and youth. Well, the, the insight that I've had, and again, Ryan's book has opened my eyes. So, and Vince, you're you're kind of here are the rules: abide or go away. But yeah. I start looking at things like crying and arguing in a completely different light. Mm-hmm. Where let, let's just be honest: when when unless there's, there's a huge assumption that goes along with the statement I'm about to make. If you are an honest man, if you there is a a genuine problem, a genuine trans, uh, transgression, the girl is screwed up somehow, and you file a complaint in the form of an argument, or, hey, you're not doing that anymore. <clears throat> yeah. The instances I've had, except for maybe three girls, has been an argument or crying. And immediately, because of your instinct, your your shields go down. You're like, oh, God, she's crying. What happened? Or, she, or you, you erroneously assume she's going to say, oh, you're right. I shouldn't have farted in church. That was very rude of me. I, uh, you know, I, I mean, think of the last time you had a girl who screwed up, major or minor, doesn't matter, like, hey, you can't do that anymore, where it's like, oh, yes, I have reflected upon myself, and that is some good constructive outside criticism. It always goes into this argument where then it gets into the malaise and the labyrinth of, of woman speak and all that. And I'm looking at that, and I really have to appreciate Vince's approach to it, where it's like, no, we're not arguing. I'm an adult. You're an adult. You did X, Y, and Z. I don't care what your background is. And Thor, you point out, okay, you came from a first world problems. And oh my God, the emotions that that are like, not going to happen. And I'm wondering, assuming again, men are intellectually honest and you're being fair and just, and you say complaint X, there should be no arguing or crying. Or any other kind of emotion or anything like that. And if it is, it ends. Am I not being too extreme here or what? I, I think so, but not no, in yeah, the sense no that you're not wrong. Like here, oh, sorry, John, I'll get to you in a sec. On this one, like women are going to be women. And if my only boundary is you better start acting like a man, I'm going to lose part of her that's the woman, the part that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like when I'm arguing with my girl, she's going to argue like a woman argues. She just can't help it. It's like asking me, why don't I be more feminine? Put on a dress. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) So instead of doing this, just realize like, why am I arguing with you? If you're just going to get emotional and do all this stuff, then what's the point of even arguing? And that's the point I have. Once you accept people for what they are, your decisions get better. So I just don't argue with my girl. What do I do instead? It's a boundary. If like, if, uh, if I'm like Vince and it's, I don't want no swearing. She starts swearing. I just pull my attention, affection, or commitment, depending on how bad it is. Exactly. But you you realize you just don't have arguments anymore because she doesn't argue with you mm because she knows there's no point. I'm not going to argue back. I'm just Mm going to leave. I make make statements and then follow up your statements with action. Yeah, but I don't have to say I I don't don't appreciate cussing like that in public. I don't want to be around it. And then withdraw your attention. And she either corrects or she doesn't, and she's gone. Yeah, because exactly. that because women women really do crave attention in all forms. It, it's like a three year old throwing a tantrum. They're looking for some kind of attention, even if it's negative. There's a so bunch of them in the you, chat. You don't want to re, you don't want to reward <laughs> that negative behavior by giving her attention and engaging in those arguments. It's just it's not productive. So it's it's deprive them of oxygen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, there's, there's like a um, a comedic way of amplifying the situation that I, I'll I'll try to I'll try to use. I'll, I'll, I'll um, clearly define my boundary, but I'll do it not in an 
in a like a hey like i'm yelling watch your man randy savage yeah, i'm not yelling at my sons to get in line you know i'm like i'm teasing i'm teasing them like no we're not gonna that's that's silly we're having to get sunny outside we're having a nice day we're gonna have fun we're not gonna argue mm. you can stop that and what? that's usually <laughs> enough yeah, yeah, one thing, one, another thing you could do too. I was talking about this on my my live stream on Wednesday, but um, like if your girl's like really emotional and she's pissed at you or whatever, I mean, you, it's not a bad idea to sort of get to the bottom of what's really bothering her. But yeah. uh, but you don't want to like engage your emotions and jump on her emotional roller coaster. So a good, a really good thing to do is like a pattern interrupt and like you know mm -hmm. just walk up to her like poke her in the belly. Yeah, they just want so, attention anyways you're so cute when you're mad you're so cute when you're mad you but that doesn't that doesn't really that works with girls you're engaged with you know like in my long-term relationships we really there is no arguing it just doesn't yeah. happen it, it, it hasn't uh <laughs> of course sometimes i hurt feelings but that's a different story but i noticed when i'm social and i'm engaging with women today there has been a cultural shift to start using sign language and that's not the kind that does this it's that shame insult guilt and the need to be right is intense especially with the younger gals where when i was younger the younger gals used to be much more open when they were attracted to you to kind of mirror you and accept you and kind of use rational thought along with their emotions but it has gotten kind of critical i think that it's amplified because of their conditioning in the school system today to use shame insult guilt and need to be right i, I and, and when i'm interacting socially with women it's very different than i would with you guys i can you know interact with you rationally i have to kind of entertain a lot of emotions in order to keep the conversation going and i've just got to let it roll off your shoulder some of this uh sign language if you just want to have fun interact and hear some stories but uh, i see it very very prevalent whenever i'm out socially i was just in vegas saw aaron but i uh, got to get out a little bit and you do see a lot of that. You, you open up a conversation. It sounds good, but then it kind of moves into that, you know, highly emotional kind of kind of a debate style of conversation without fail. I don't know why that is other than socially here. Well, I, well Thor, I think you bring up a great point, especially for any younger man listening, because most of us are <clears throat> we're half dead anyway. We're, we're old and we're in the second half <laughs> of the game. Just pointing, I, I, no, I, I think we're all except for maybe Jack. We're all until he gets AIDS. We're all going to be in the in, in the second half. Uh, but for the younger guys, I think you are right, Thor, that these gals are conditioned uh, in the school outright brainwashed to be more adversarial. Yeah. But that that even gives more importance to this cop the topic of conversation uh, that we're having where it's like you got to be able to assess that quickly yeah. and know like no I, I mean i don't even know if young girls cry anymore as much as they scream or get angry and i mean i don't even know if it gets to the point that they're dating long enough uh that you could have a an emotional argument but push for back these on you a bit too on this rant or aaron when you're done please of course no i i like i said i have no position here i'm i'm kind of confused so i'd love this love i don't i don't like blaming the liberals for all this like i get it the schools are teaching them it mm -hmm. but if it didn't work it didn't work the reason i think it is is the same reason that people watch those stupid podcasts where they keep giving girls white claws i think <laughs> girls argue because gar guys argue back because they yep. treat them like men and i just wanted intellectual honesty she's being dishonest and they'll have an hour-long argument She's getting an emotional roller coaster, so she's yeah, living life. Okay, and of course these chicks yeah. are going to argue because it keeps working. Because every guy steeps, like everyone in here is old enough, except for maybe Jack, 
that if a girl starts running her mouth about a glass ceiling, Hillary Clinton deserves to be president thing. Just kind of laugh at her. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, exactly. The yep, Peanuts yeah. character. You'll laugh. You'll take her yep. finger paint. No you'll put it on the fridge. <laughs> give her a noogie. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and so those girls, and that's that. why girls back then were better, is because guys didn't take them as seriously. And they didn't treat them as men. I think now too many men treat them like men. Yep. And that's why we have that stupid Hulk Hogan, Megan Fox argument. That's actually pretty profound now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> actually, that's super, yeah. Ryan, spot on. I mean, one of the best things when I'm out socially just meeting people, this is going to sound freaking horrible. I want to get your guys' comment. I'm way more successful just having conversation with women when I start to treat them like children and use the emotional language back and forth. And if so they want to be argumentative. They want to use shame, insult, and guilt. You just let it go off, chuckle, and then focus on something that they're interested in, passionate, aside from all of this. They let all that stuff fall away, and the guards start to come down. But if you engage, oh, game on now, and Mm -hmm. uh, it usually doesn't end well. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, I mean, just it's very good to just treat it all like a shit test, right? And, you know, be just treat a lot with indifference, agree and amplify all that fun stuff. Them, yep. I had a, a, I had a, a couple of weeks ago on, I had a, had a female dating coach, guys, female dating Whoa. coach. Oh, good. Which one? Um, uh, Jamie date, Jamie oh, date. And she's actually a pretty cool chick, but like somewhere randomly in that interview, she brought up climate change just out of fucking nowhere. Right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we and, go. Awesome. She's like, she's like, you know, we all have to get together and, you know, we, we have to be on the same team because, you know, the climate or whatever. And I just sort of smirked and just was like, okay. <laughs> and I just didn't engage Had in that topic. Head. I was like, yep. <laughs> don't do it. Yes. Yeah, so how you just don't, tr- you can't take them seriously. That's really what it comes down to is it's all yeah. just sort of abuse, amusement. I know it sounds bad, but I, I do have to concur with Thor. It's like, do, do you have to treat them as children? And, and increasingly, I'm looking at it like, yeah, you're kind of doing a little bit. Uh, but this would be, going back to Vince's, there's rules. We all have rules with each other. I mean, not a lot. Like, don't fuck me in the ass, I guess, would be one. You know, no, don't punch me. You know, no physical. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Well, I mean, that's, that's 20 that, bucks. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a price. Lube, right? Right, right. That's a libertarian. That's that's volunteerism. That's uh, that's how it works there. Uh, but we, you you still have some rules with the guys. Like okay, that's that goes out beyond the the uh, bounds of acceptable behavior. Albeit for men, it's a little bit wider. So you do have rules for everybody. But when it comes to the kids, yeah, it's it's sad. But it's like I don't care that you got tits or long hair. This is irrational, and you are going to have to dismiss it or pat them on the head and move on. If you could keep that attitude, though, Mm -hmm. you kind of condition them for a different conversation if you're patient enough. Yeah. Anyway, just a point. No, the big thing is don't talk to them like a man. Don't Mm -hmm. expect them to react like a man or think like a man. And they'll bait you. They're going to think like a woman. So you're going to have to understand that women are generally only intellectually honest when it suits them emotionally. So so then let's go to the other side of the coin. have you guys not had women that were intellectually honest? Because I have. It's it's no. the exception, not the rule. But it's a breath of fresh air. It's a godsend, isn't it? Yeah, just makes yeah. things easier. I guess that'd yeah. be all right. But I mean, yeah. I get bored really easy, so I kind of prefer a challenge. <laughs> but I, I want really you want drama. The intellectual I don't want drama. I want challenge. Women who are try three wives then, right? Super well, the one is, <laughs> this one's good. I got, I got me a. She's, she's part Mexican, so she's got some fight in her. Oh, got, got, I don't know. It's, me, it's just, it's more fun when you have this battle. When you have like, like I know she's gonna say some stuff 
Like case in point, her you already know how it's going to go, so you don't mind playing the game. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind playing the game. Her yeah. birthday's yeah. coming up. She starts looking yeah. at ten thousand dollar rings. It's like, well, every five years <laughs> I need one of these. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> cubics are I could have this three months salary in my ass. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, what good. am I going to do? Have a big yeah, argument yeah. over like ten thousand dollars in this house? We no, just like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I was, it's... Go ahead, I was. Paul. Gonna, I was going to say. Uh, I interviewed uh, Dr. Robert Glover once, and in that conversation, one of the things that he said was a lot of men like the crazy in women. They they really do. Like they say, I, I want a woman that's no drama, and I want a woman that gives me peace and whatever. But when you get a woman like that, a lot of times guys get really bored, and then they go seek out the drama somewhere else. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Jack, you 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 haven't said you looked uh, amused masterfully over there what's what's the report from the uh 15 to 21 year olds what, what are you kids saying oh, nowadays? Look, this has been written in 2012 okay women most responsible teenager in the household and i've posted it a couple of times in the chat and everybody here in the chat today that is mandatory reading for you because cappy is now complaining that women aren't men with asperger's <laughs> you cannot Look, if I want an intellectual, honest conversation and I want advice and criticism, I'll go to you. I don't go to a chick. Chicks are for fun, not philosophy or economics or whatever the state of the world is in. It's not going to happen. They don't care. They care about feelings and how you make them feel. This yeah. is when, like, when a girl breaks things off with you, the best thing you can do is just leave it on red. Because you're only going to make it worse when you're trying to argue or whatever, you name it. Most of the time, when she's bringing up an argument, she doesn't even want to argue. She wants some action. Like, all attention is good attention. Mm -hmm. Like, the... yeah, that's kind of my opinion on all of this. No, honesty. <laughs> it's like, I've... Um... No, Ryan had a good point earlier that it's usually because they have some underlying issue, and that's why they pick the fight. So if yeah, you can, but figure, it's out, like you they, can they, figure out that underlying issue, usually you can you can smother that fire pretty quickly. Yeah, and nine times she's tired. She hasn't been laid in a while. Usually, yeah. Some, a lot of times, it's, they want she sex. They want to get dicked down, guys. or they want just one attention. <laughs> nine times out of ten, it has nothing to do with anything she's mentioning. Yes. No. And yeah. it's not intellectual dishonesty. It is just women talk different or emote different mm -hmm. than men. That's a good indirect, word, emote. Indirect, indirect communication. Yeah, I mean, turn your pages to Rational Mail, page number. Uh, <laughs> overt communication. Versus covert communication. The man himself can't be here today, so I'll try to... I do not to, love uh, this kid, man. He's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, Cappy, I are disappointed. I, I am I am sorry and apologize for asking such a naive question, but I am the first to admit flaws. And I'm like, hey, dang it, he's right. This was happening to me. And well, here's another question for the guys. Not everyone is look, I even I'm old, I'm flawed, but let's say you got some 18-year-old kid. How do young men or unaware men catch themselves when they have this unconscious reaction because women are going to cry and argue and, and not be intellectually honest when it comes to communication. All right, fine. How do men catch themselves early on? Again, this is why I, I, I really hate to say this, but I have respect for Vince uh, for having these <laughs> rules and, and, and things set in place. It's a, in other words, it's a simple Boundaries. policy Boundaries. to follow until you understand the underlying dynamics. 
how does a young man or an unaware man catch himself where it's like the girl cries, you immediately what go to a default apologetic state? How, how did, you know, because yeah. Ryan, you, you kind of went Vince into this. Learned, I mean, Vince, tell me if I'm wrong. Did you learn these the hard way? You learned it from experience of what the opposite yes. was, and that's what yeah, you decided? You can't, yeah. yeah, you can't read. The, the problem is everyone, we have so much information now that's coming at us on the phone, the, the books, the audio, everything. And we read it, and intellectually, we understand it, we digest it, and we go, oh, I, I, got, I got this. No, you don't. You're not taking it out into the real world. So a 17-year-old is just not fundamentally i don't care about you're on your own all right read the books watch the videos be here here and there but you have to go out and take this into practice and action and a lot of the problem is guys are afraid of women yep and they don't and they don't have options so if you're afraid of women and you don't have options and you get one you're oh god now i can get my dick wet now the problem is i don't want to piss her off i don't want to do anything to stop the sp the spigot of sex that's coming my way. So therein lies a the problem when you're young. That's one of the main I things, the options the, and the fear of women. The very first thing guys have to do is accept the fact and be okay with the fact that they're upsetting women. It's okay to upset a woman. It's Absolutely. okay. There's no big deal. Like if they disagree with you, if they're upset because something you said or did, it's okay. People get upset. Every day, don't. It's not the end of the world. You didn't abuse somebody because you had a disagreement. Don't worry about it. What if she says, "I'm the worst man in the face of the planet"? I'm really not the worst man on the face of the planet. How does no. she know? I, that's <laughs> a joke. It's, it's a so I actually consult this. young guys yeah. on this. <laughs> like, I thought your body count was under ten. How do you? Go to bed, Thor. And this is tough for them. This is a tough because at at that young age, they got a lot of drives. And they want to react fast and they want to appear to be an adult. And the, the best advice I've ever given that works for them, if you have that woman that goes into that emotional state, she's trying to get something, you, really, no reaction is the best reaction. Shut your reaction down. Don't show your emotion and let it cook because a lot of times they'll vent it out and then you can make rational decisions on how you want to respond. And even boundary set, you just can't start. Oh, yes, dear. Oh, yes, dear. Whatever those. And that's the default setting for a lot of young guys is to, oh, I just upset the apple cart. There goes my poon. What the hell am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And that, that's a Most tough one. But coach, really, I advise no reaction. One, right. one thing that guys don't understand, too, and I, I had to learn this the hard way, too, you know, like Ryan and Vince were talking about. But women will lose respect for you if you don't set boundaries, stand your ground and weather their their emotional storm. Right. If you can weather their emotional storm with, you know, indifference, be stoic or whatever the fuck you got to do. But if you can weather that emotional mm -hmm. storm and not get into your emotions about the situation, they'll respect you more. And that's yeah. that will keep their attraction level going in the long term. But ultimately, it, they it, want you to, Paul. Yeah. yeah. And as right. soon as you start, like, as soon as you start getting in your emotions or reacting emotionally, uh, that's when women start realizing, hey, I can have my way with this guy. I can walk all over mm -hmm. this guy. I can get a reaction out of this guy. And that's when they start losing attraction for you. And it's, it, it takes, it's a, it's a slow burn, but <laughs> you just have to be, you have to be, you know, consciously aware of the situation pretty much at all times. Keep your head on a swivel so that you can spot this kind of shit. And it just takes practice, you know, and a lot of us have to learn the hard way. I would, I would also add, because it, it was a night and day difference to me. <clears throat> I was 27 years old at the time, and it just 
there's this girl, I won't go into the details, but I was interested in her. She was interested in me, but she had this unacceptable behavior where the light went on and I realized like, wait a minute, she's not that bright. She's not that smart. All she is is hot and I want to bang her. And I think, especially when you're younger, having a female who's beautiful in front of you, you attribute to her way more authenticity, intelligence, and just being correct because you want a banger. And once I saw this, I'm like, wait a minute. I just, all I'm thinking, she, in other words, you think they're almost better than you because they're hot and you're young and you're stupid. When in reality, like that girl was bad. She was, she was bad news for me. And in and, and, and hindsight, thank God that the thing happened. But if, if guys can get rid of those uh, beauty glasses or your testosterone glasses and kind of look at these women at their behavior, you could start to really, it's like, and that might be a good thing to do is just, hey, remove all this. Would you tolerate that bullshit behavior out of Vince? No. I'm like, get yeah. that dick out of my ass. I didn't say for you to be there. So it's just, I think. These are all wildly trying... specific, by the way. You notice that? <laughs> just lie yeah, back and let it happen. A little bit of cranial rectal intrusion going on here. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me, do I have to worry, real quick, do I have to worry about any. Did you guys ban the anti-Jew people in the chat room? Yeah, I banned them. You got them, good? Okay. All right, good. Just want to make sure. Oh, Marty's still here. Sorry. I can send the chat. (laughs) Where is the... uh, I got a $49 super chat. Where the hell did... I might have to... You got to learn how to star those, man. I'll give you guys a quick little hack while uh, Cappy's looking for that. Yeah, I'll scroll Um, this. Go ahead, please. So here's one that I often enjoy with my long-term relationships or, or... friends that so-called friends with girls and you'll be in a conversation and rather engage with them in this argument kind of pretend to defer to their emotional thinking and ask a question like hey you know i really respect how you feel about things in this situation how would you feel about this and what would you think about this with your emotions you know just kind of set them up kind of like that computer on star trek the old star trek show where it was going to kill everybody and then they asked it to calculate pi and it got stuck watch what happens when you defer to their emotions (laughs) and feelings and let them go and watch the top just wind them up and it's great (laughs) and then just go Oh, it's yeah, like the Yul Brenner robot that, that blew a head pipe in Westworld. Uh... <laughs> I, I like a bl- agree and amplify way more in those situations where yeah. she's worried about something. Yeah, you should be worried. Yeah, the world's probably yeah. going to end all because and of this. she won't so catch on really to it. Messed up. Yeah, she wow. won't catch on to it for a long time. <laughs> now you guys are getting it. Gotta have a little fight. Yeah. <laughs> Snakes don't eat dead meal, let dead food. You know that? We used yeah. to have pythons growing up. I you tried that, they give you frozen poisonous? food, you throw it in there, they don't touch it. You have to throw like a real thing in there. So they want a live mouse. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's oh, got to okay. be moving. And a baby. Right. Let's get through some of these super chats real quick. Uh, Harrison Blackwood for five bucks. Cappy, you ever go to the joint or the caboose in Minneapolis? Yeah, both had a lot of dancing. I don't know if they're still open, but the riots and the burning of the buildings was nothing more than a city block south of there. So I, I really wouldn't go there now. Uh, cool. like so what do you do one. with this starring thing? You just star them and they oh, there's the star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, so I stay on top of it and I star it. I don't know what that is for 25. Dude, pretty soon yeah, you get redirects on and I can drive guys here. It'll be great. Hey, yeah, thanks we, for the redirect, by the way, Ryan. That was awesome. Well, somebody has theirs on. What can I say? <laughs> I got mine on too. I just finally figured it out. Do you, you have to assign somebody while you're live, uh, Ryan? What? No, no, you just turn it on and you just say anybody can do it. 
Okay. Which I don't know why people would turn, like, I don't want everybody to read, like, why would you not want people to send traffic to you? But whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I got it. Yeah. Uh, Liam Lenover, five Canadian bucks. Ryan, I just finished your new book, Frame. Being 17 years old, it was the piece I needed to get on the right path. Thank you. I will run my generation over. <laughs> just succeed, man. That's all that matters. Don't thank me. You do, you're doing all the work. I just wrote some shit. <laughs> Nonstop Dre, 360 for five bucks. What's your guys' thoughts on the phone? Words are just magic spells to Waman from TFM. <laughs> Let's get Kathy to 100,000 subs to interview the Carl's school dean. <laughs> Uh, yeah wait what's that yeah. what's that the carlton student D- I, I went to the carlson school of management and it's a worthless school like i hate it <laughs> oh, dre's a regular man. and he likes he likes picking on me like oh you should you know the carl in the carlson school of management runs ads on my youtube channel even though i've done tons of videos like don't go to this school right um that's pretty funny actually yeah that's funny but they they've banned me now on every social media. Like I can't follow or retweet the Carlson School. And, oh my god! Well, no, I I am gonna cost them more than I paid. I'm adjusted for inflation, so they they don't know it yet. But they've been sending me um, uh, alumni email, like, hey, the Carl, you know, events at the Carlson School, events at the U of M, and I'm just gonna read through them and like. Fuck you! I'm not giving you money. F off. Go away. You know that kind of thing. Like you should never go to this school. No one knows of it. It's not Harvard. Um, their MBA is overpriced, which is all true. All the people to start beef with. You have a whole university. <laughs> Stand no, aside, I, Matt Walsh. We got I, Devry over here. I I will say it. It's good to be in this position where most most young people or middle-aged people can't strike back at their college for wasting their years of their life. I can mm. easily cost that school way more than I put in. Uh, and, and not to sound like a badass or a 1980s movie, but they literally fucked with the wrong guy. So uh, <laughs> I'm on the inside, that's nice. There's yeah. one man five alone of anger. the system. Dude, and I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I kind of feel bad. If you happen to be an East Indian... Uh, not American Indian, but you know Indian Indian the or Pakistani. Yes, okay. sub su- su- South uh, Asia. Before you uh, go on, Nia, do I need to drop off before you say something stupid? No, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> stupid. No, I'm I'm defending. I'm helping okay. out. The, the, uh, I am legitimately. I don't know what kind of marketing or advertising these business schools do to um, the Indian community. But they get these poor, you know, they're not rich over in India. And I'm sure some that come over do have some wealth, but they're usually pretty poor. And they ass rape these guys for like 60 grand in tuition. And they all, and I'm like, dude, that is not a Harvard MBA. That is not, you know, a Chicago or a Wharton MBA. That is a no-name fucking school in the middle of Minnesota that if you go into Wisconsin, they've never heard of. And so you get these because they could charge international tuition rates or out of state rates. And so you see all their pictures and their advertising is like, oh, look, diversity. It's like, I don't know if ass raping your students is a pro diversity move. Okay, just me. But ruining their finances forever is is not really helping out your your uh, foreign students there. James, I'm looking at DEI. That is a pro DEI move. Yeah. (laughs) The old uh, anal sex part. Mark B, uh, five British pounds. I don't know what they put in the wedding cake, but once she's having some, she's not the same woman anymore. Beware. Uh, but outstanding observation, Vince, and to everyone else on the panel, how do you get, how do you win these arguments? Not having them. 
Yeah. By removing yourself. Do married yeah, men have much. that option? Yes. Yeah. Until the wedding. They, oh, they do. They still do. It just costs more. Yeah. But again, it's, it's that's a, a lot of girls. They have man. that attitude. Yeah. They think, well, that got him now. And he's like, I'll burn this to the ground and give you half the ashes. Don't fuck oh, with me. Okay. But there, there is answers to that. There's answer to that. Options are one. Carefully placed options can solve that. Mm -hmm. But for the average guy out there, you're married with kids and now you have a house and assets built up together, there is going to be a cost. Yep. yep. And all you think I'm she saying, just started then, though. Well, there's there's no. a thing. I've I've worked with a couple guys who were going through divorces, and there was always a situation of like, you know, they got to the point where the divorce was happening, and they weren't sure how to split the kids or split the money, and they're worried about that type of stuff, and and they're like trying to keep the house, and then she's gonna stay in the basement until whatever, but they're gonna see other people. And I'm like, bro, I'm like whatever it costs you to get away from that person, just do it. Yep. Yeah. Just do it. It's, You're it's better worth off, it in the long run. You're better yeah. off making it quick and fast and paying out the money than you are dealing with this person. I kind of went through the same thing. Like we had a house that was near the old AKA or near the AKA. And like, it was a good setup. It's a big house. Could have rented rooms. I could have done a lot of stuff with it, but I would have been financially tied to this other person. I would have still had mm. to deal with this person on another level where I'm not in charge. You know, I'm not 100% in charge to make all the decisions. And it, it wasn't worth it to me to put myself in that situation. So I was like, nah, sell everything, get everything out of here, take the money. I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with the situation. It was kind of worth paying the price to get it over with. What, what I'm pointing out is why you even put yourself in the situation, which once again, it hurts me to point to Vince and give him credit. If you <laughs> never get married in the first place. Now, when you bring kids in, you're going to pay no matter what. But... Yeah. Ceteris paribus, no kids involved. Once you get married, I, I don't know why you're getting married. Don't that be getting answer. married. What's that? That is the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. All this problem before it begins. You don't really have good options today here in the West at all. If you're going to go ahead and put the state in there. Right. Yeah. You know, most most guys are going to have to learn the hard way, though. Yeah. Right. And all, all I'm saying is you the the solution to arguments emotional irrationality whatever else intellectual dishonest discourse is to remove yourself from the situation but if you're living with this woman and by the law they now now there's teeth in the law because you signed a contract with the government this it will work and my but she will still probably file for divorce or at least can file for divorce and you pay a price so it, it, yes this will still work in a if you're married but by God, don't get married. And then we say, well, I'm my, my, you're, as you said, Vince, the punishment is my absence. That has weight. Mm -hmm. That actually Correct. carries weight now because she's like, oh, I, I can't get after him. There's no, yep. there's no consolation prize because he left with through divorce. It's like, no, now, now you're, you're, you're alone and on your own. Yep. You can't, I mean, when part, you're married, part of the divorce, married, you that can happens a lot remove is, yourself from a situation the women will try to keep the men on as like somebody who does chores and still does things for them. Oh, and, yeah. and that's something I've, I've had to advise you guys too. Like, no man, if the relationship's over with, you don't work for them anymore. If they're like telling you to pick up the kids on their day or they're, or they're having you like do extra stuff, fix this, hang these shelves, do these things. Like, what are you doing? No, it's over with. It's done. Dude, John like, is so great. Like, no she doesn't idea, get guys. access to those things anymore. 80% of guys I see that are divorced have that talk where they're like, wait, and you're like, you don't have to do this anymore. That's the whole point of the divorce. They're like, what? Yeah. 
I yeah, my my cousin was doing that shit with his ex uh, his ex wife. He was like fixing her lawnmower, mowing her lawn, all this kind of shit. And I, and I I took him out for beers when I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> you need to stop doing that." But he was doing that stuff at the covert contract type thing to try to get back in her good graces to try yeah. to like rekindle things. I was like, "That's never gonna happen, dude. She's just yeah. fucking using you at this point." She needs to find another guy to fix her fucking lawnmower. Like you need, and you need to find another chick to mow her lawn. You know what I mean, Jack? But, with your uh, with your online dating escapades, do you have to fix anyone's lawnmowers or do the dishes? Fuck that shit. It ain't got no <laughs> gas in it. <laughs> ain't got nobody. Nobody got time for that. Zoomer, they don't know how to start a lawnmower. Do they have yeah, lawns in in Dutchland? Yes. <laughs> I thought you guys I just had like likes. the tulips. Yeah, dikes yeah. and tulips. Tulips. Well, where did, where did tulips grow? The Netherlands. The dikes. I thought the no. dikes were all in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh. Tip your waitress. Never you to migrate. The Aaron Clary podcast disavows Paul. And, uh... <laughs> no, I I never had that question of do you want to fix my sink or my this or my no, no. It's just never happened. I had, like, there is one thing going on on Tinder, and this is years ago, where all of a sudden you start talking with this girl, and then she's like, oh, my mom got ill, and I don't have money for the train. But then I just unmatched them, where it's like, oh, fuck off. No, that's not going to happen. Say hi to your mom for me. Well, that's unfortunate. That's usually my response to stuff like that. Wow. No, I just never mind. Ban. Go away. (laughs) But no. No, I haven't had that. No hey, man, you got to aim high. She wouldn't I, do I'm it if it didn't work at least once. <laughs> I'm wondering how much of this is going to dwindle down just in terms of percentage of the population where I think every guy here has been married or has had a long-term relationship. But uh, as Thor right. talked about, the younger generations, I don't even know if, you know, really, they're not even dating. Do they even get to this level? I mean, might I yes. add to that, that, a lot of guys let it happen to them mm-hmm. kind of thing where I was dating this chick and what was it? She had a friend or something and she mentioned to him, Oh, I need to wait for my paycheck. And he just offered to buy her groceries, even though he knew she was dating me and all that. And he just, he just paid for it. He just paid for it. And, I just laugh my ass off where it's like, he, he knows you're dating, right? Yeah, but, you know, he wants to pay my groceries, so. Jack, you got the Twitch streamer treatment with, like, the Amaranth, how they're throwing 70 grand at her. And she's like, hey, hub husband, they just yeah. paid for this thing. Thanks, man. I, I like, can fix her. <laughs> I can fix her. But it's like all these things, all these things that guys complain about with girls where it's like, oh, they're uncontrollable, evil leviathans that are going to destroy the world. It's like, no, you're you're letting it happen. You're letting it happen. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. It's most of these behaviors are self-inflicted. And Ryan, I'm going to quote you. I'm sorry. Yes. No, don't be sorry. Keep doing it. Women will act as shitty as you let them. Yeah. Stop Just letting look. them. Stop letting them. All right. We got a very generous donation. Roy Homer, 50 bucks. I like that. This is, this is great. My buddy Chad Elkins, he says, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? And when, when I go on, him and I have a split Super Chat agreement. Well, I couldn't make it. All of a sudden, so not, then he made a $100 Super Chat donation. I was like, felt cheated. 
Uh, Roy Homer, 50 bucks. Men, the information you share is golden. Thanks for sharing information and experiences about women, finance, health, physical confrontations, etc. A wealth of information for free if one listens. Thank you all. I have found life is better. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Roy. Go get him, Tiger. Uh, yeah. Roller. I think my advice helped you out a little bit more than Vince's mm. advice, but you know, that's. So I do got some advice for some of the young guys because this came up in several of my small community things and we did some research. I want to get Cappy's opinion of this for the this marriage thing in the West where you're signing a contract with the state is so lopsided when it comes to your rights and and legalities as a man. Of course, family courts aren't the kind of courts that you think they are. They're courts of equity, and that's very difficult. So if you're a young guy and you're most young guys want a long-term relationship. So my advice to them is secure your finances through LLCs, trusts, both revocable, non-revocable, and keep all of your assets isolated before you ever consider cohabitating with a woman. Do not sign the marriage contract. And if you do, do not mix finances ever at all. If you buy community property, make it specific and have it held in its own trust. That doesn't count for kids, but that'll cover most of your states. I, I got a few guys that our attorneys in several states in my community, but that would be about my best advice. If you're a young guy and you're going to go down this road in the state. So since this is rule zero and they want actual advice, maybe you can take something from that. It, it also just puts you on par. It, it really does suck the oxygen out of the room and it, it puts you as equals. If there's no money it's that level. they can access. Yeah, it's level. It's and level. right. And then if you can control your emotions more, so your hormones, mm -hmm. then you're really doing well. You're doing Wait, you're doing pretty well there. You're in a spot where you actually have a pretty straightforward shot at a relationship that's fruitful for both of you if she doesn't get obsessed with this feminist uh, culture we have on on uh, marriage and divorce and her girlfriends and all that stuff because they'll all pressure her. Oh no, you got to get the ring. It's got to be official. How, how are you going to survive if he leaves you? You know, a lot of pressures like that here in the West. And it's well, a and huge billion dollar industry. And I'm not a sadist like Ryan. Ryan likes dating, you know, stabby Latinas and having the drama and the telenova and his, you know, Let's Canadian Let's turn my 4 out of 10 scenario into a 12 out of 10. <laughs> Don't they have a history of using scissors on genital parts, those Latinas? Aaron Hyperbole Clary. Welcome to this. <laughs> but, but I, I don't know a about you fight. guys. A little fight. It was Jesus. the most – Rolo, Rolo was talking about how him and his wife – don't have arguments and it's like I that is such that. a yeah and, and thor you of course i've met, met your wife but i in the instances of long-term relationships that i've had it is such a joy and i'd almost insist on it like the idea i think maybe young men or men in general don't understand like you can have a relationship where there is no arguing there is no crying use words and hold them up to end it, and it will go away. Now, maybe you won't be dating every girl that was possible, but you will definitely argue. Think about that. A relationship without an argument. Because you remove money and you remove any kind of like naivete and engaging in their intellectually dishonest uh, uh, engagement. I, will say uh, that's I, nice I have to say, though, that. one thing. One, one big thing is that even if you are in a relationship where you never fight, you still stand the risk of getting divorce rates yeah of course of course but i, I mean no. there's no perfect world i'm just saying yeah. just it's it's like you're pleasant you go in you're not like what's wrong now stepping on pins and needles it's none of that so roar uh, thor what were you going to say oh i just think if you can experience that it's really it's really nice it's really uplifting because it's it like i said it's it's even you don't have near the 
the stress of this going sideways as much. It can, but the likelihood of it, of you being damaged as bad as you would if you're married by the state and you've handed over all of your assets to community property, particularly if you're in a state like mine, California, you're, 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 will be devastated. And uh, a lot of guys check out because of that. You know, they base their whole identity on the fact they're a family man and they, they married according to all the rules and then the rules broke it off in them. So you're going to have to be smart. You kind of have to be a gorilla if you want to have a long-term relationship. You're going to have to think it through. Gorilla or gorilla? A gor- gor- oh, did I? I said yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't gorilla. know. I don't remember which one's which. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like with uh, when, when, it comes up, to, when it comes to relationships where you, you have a woman that doesn't argue with you, like I, I have that with nurse chick right now and we've been together for two years and we've never once had an argument and it's, it's a joy, but a lot of that is really easy to do from the beginning. Like if you can get to that in the beginning and set those boundaries in the beginning and, and, you know, set that up from the beginning, it's set way pre- easier precedent for that from the beginning. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. One of the things that I learned in the military in boot camp was that uh, one of the RDC said that, you know, recruits are a lot like puppies, right? If you play with them and get them all riled up and, and you don't correct them when they're, they have bad behavior, then they end up being shitty dogs when they get older. And the same thing with sailors, right? Like if you, if you don't, if you don't correct them and, and, you know, instill that military bearing into them early on, uh, then they become shitty, sh- uh, shitty servicemen. And the same thing goes with women, right? If you like, let them, you know, walk all over you and you don't set boundaries. Well, you can't reel them in after like several years. I mean, like you can turn things around, but you have to, it's, it's a lot, it's an uphill fucking battle. You know, yeah. then you Council get to like, start podcasts and write books. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like watching the, you ever watch those like nanny shows where you have like the shitty kids. Oh yeah. And the nanny comes in and it's usually that the reprogram the parents and their their behavior have to recreate frames. Mm-hmm. It's doable, Wait, the dog but... whisperer? That guy? <laughs> it, it's so like the same that, type yeah. of thing, man. It's That's child, funny. Yeah, it really is. Well, the dog you... whisperer for soccer moms. Since <laughs> 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 you even you even set these girls down, like here are the rules. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You have it's to, easy you have to, to enforce rules, too, when that. you have whips and shit. Yeah. Correct. You have to make yeah. a yeah. contract, right, Vince? Well, you could do that, too. Um, <laughs> there are two things. I've said this before. I'll say it again. There are two things that I tell women that I want to bring into my life. Number one, I'm not going to marry you. Number two, we're not living together. Yeah. There you go. That's good. And that, that you have to set the tone with that. I now, having said that, I have backslid and gone back on that once. (laughs) But that's okay because it's my rule and I can break it. There you go. And yeah, it's not all it's all not all peaches and cream when you're not arguing either. I I have found that I will, as a brute, hurt some feelings pretty hard. And I mostly don't care about it, but it does have ramifications if you do that and you're not cognizant of it. So you have to kind of pay attention to in those relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm willing like to fight over sensitive. something hurt feelings, then girls it was are like, sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Crying's not like a fail state, though. I think a lot of guys yeah. think that, like a girl yeah. getting sad or crying. Even the married guys, like I talked to them about boundary enforcement. Their first oh, big yeah. thing is like, I don't get it. I did all the stuff you tell me. Now she's crying. I'm like, yeah, yeah crying's not a fail state. It just means. No, it could be good. Yeah. 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 It just means strong emotions coming out of her, possibly an attempt to manipulate. Did she do what you were supposed to, what you wanted? And you're like, yeah. Like, okay. She's allowed to cry. Well, it's, it's even like, yeah, it's like when the little kids skin their knee, they cry. You expect it. 
Yeah. But you don't get, you don't forget. And, 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 you know, again, maybe I'm just, this was a blind side to me. It's like, oh my God, it's the same thing with women. Like, okay, you're, I, I know you're emotional. I'll pat you on the head. Now go away now. Yeah. That's um, why I always well, laugh at those guys. You know, the ones, I want a feminine woman. And then the next sentence is like, why is she crying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. She can't, we can't all act like vagina Hulk Hogan. That's she, I <laughs> vagina Hulk Hogan. Huh. Uh, Alex Patino, the truck driving Latino agent in the field for 10 bucks. That's why I live driving my truck up to a point. Cause with my wife's arguments are easy to tune out while without having her in my face. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Alex is a truck driver. He he goes out. He has that nice family. He's kind of a cool guy. So. Guys, here's a good tip. If you can't drive and get away from him, make sure you have a gym bag by the door. Just go grab it. You bug out bag for you. You bug out on a Harley, it's even better. And yeah, another thing, yeah, yeah. Take, taking away fuel from the fire, you know, like the, the firemen go through a forest and they'll clear out all the brush. Here's another thing you could do, guys. You don't live with the girl. Jesus. Like to, you just you just like these you do all these things so it's like no I have my place you have your place I don't have to go find somebody's couch to go crash yeah. on if we have a tiff and it's uh -huh. like you're you're now it's not only do I not want to see you now it's get the f out of my place and now you have teeth in your contract even though it's a it's a, a agreed upon without a government enforced contract soft power yeah yeah it's yeah. just a hassle you don't need. And that's just it. If you're worth it, if she wants to keep you, she'll do that. She exactly. She's gonna stay. And then here's well, here's another thing. What was it? The was it? Uh, what was the De Niro sees more Val Kilmer movie? Heat. Heat. Was yeah. it? You Wait, can't walk. Call away? Tom Sizemore sees more. I thought that was just for Seize girls. <laughs> Tom sees more. Sizemore. Are you trying to act older? <laughs> He's dead now. It doesn't possible? matter. He's dead. He did. Yeah, yeah but, he is dead. He was like he did die. Yeah. Yeah. But where Demir said, if you can't walk away in 30 seconds, you oh, sadly almost have to have that. This is not like the anchor, the love of your life. That 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 shit is gone. Yes, that is totally gone. It's like we have a relationship. We it's willingly we hang out. The second you start acting unacceptably, I am gone. And and sadly, you almost have to keep that. This idea of falling in love like you did in the eighth grade or high school. That's gone, dude. That's and that that's you can it, hold on. You can still hmm. fall in Cappy, love. You just, just don't live a... together, it right? You can still yeah. do all that fun, romantic, it, like bullshit if you want to. Just well, still it, have those boundaries, right? Right. right. But when she, if and when she starts, it's like you got to be able to walk away from it. Now I got something important to say on that. A lot of guys that get married that I end up talking with, they have that common belief, which a lot of guys in the self help space do. Of I'm burning the boats. There's no going back. It's a success or not. You guys have all heard that in this space, right? Mm -hmm. We're burning the boats. Let me tell you something. That is not practical advice for a marriage or a long-term relationship. You should always have an escape plan. It's prudent thinking, and it's actually very respectful to her because you're not going to blow stuff up. You're going to have an exit strategy. Correct. Yeah. And the ones that I've seen successful for years, they do have an exit strategy and their girls kind of understand that. And it kind of solidifies, you know, they're working towards a common goal and not just blindly jumping forward. Anyway, that was my two cents on it. Michael, you that the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. Yeah. Like could you, uh, Aaron, could you throw up Chad's latest, uh, Chad Elkins? Yeah, he just said something about, oh, what if the girl uses that as an, like basically ultimatum kind of thing? I got to scroll down to the end here because I'm a boomer. Ultimatum. Give me three minutes. I can I like just asking, are you bluffing? What if she yeah, here it bluff? is. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so if the girl threatens to break up, and yeah, yes. It, it, if it's so... not a bluff, then she can call it all she wants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she can... I've been there. Are the ultimate display of powerlessness. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is yeah. where you employ yeah. your exit strategy. Exactly. I got a, a much more complicated strategy, but I'll I'll try and condense it Leave down. It to Cappy. It, it's called the word no. Yeah, it might <laughs> be a little complicated Correct. for all of you. <laughs> I do not want to associate with this man. He does not speak. This is madness. Does this mean no for sure? I didn't spell that. I have a seven-volume book coming out to explain this strategy, but I'll, I'll explain it. But it's just you say the word no, and then then you walk away. Uh, what is no? Correct. It's actually pretty funny. A teacher once asked me, like, what don't you understand about the word no? I'm like, the O part. He did did not know how fast he needed to kick me out. (laughs) Robo Tamales, 501. Divorce attorneys hate him because of this one simple trick. <laughs> I know I don't know about you guys, but I saw my old man go through about oh forty three divorces, and oh. I kind of like I already knew I already had a a, a distaste for marriage. So uh, yeah. isn't he a man of God? He was a man. Of, well, he still is. Yeah, but he used to be a pastor. Yeah. So hmm. Um, hmm. marriage causes divorce. Five British pounds. Marriage seems like a completely harmless thing. You only realize you have screwed yourself fifteen years later at divorce court. I lost seventy percent of everything. Yeah, see, I prefer to avoid the missing seventy percent of everything. Like, okay, fine, you held your frame and you didn't succumb to her crying, but you still had to pay seventy percent of your money out. So I'm just, you know, well, yeah, this putting it together. If you can't accept the price, don't do it. Yeah, it's pretty crushing because it destroys it destroys what a lot of guys work for and idealize. And then you get into these court systems in the in the U.S. and everything you were told about. Innocence, guilt, fairness, balance of you know equal justice is completely mm-hmm. bullshit. Yep. It's so hard. I, I don't know, but you quote, you don't divorce the woman you marry. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Or yeah, it's like she's a different woman. Same woman. Yeah. You, you never you never quite know a woman until you're sitting across from her in the courtroom. <laughs> Frank Monopoly the third five bucks my buddy and his wife are going to pick out new bedroom furniture today I'm going hiking and shooting life is good hand purple blue piece what's hand purple blue piece I don't know but I actually wouldn't mind going shopping for some furniture that's why I was like what's going on about that no, that's gonna be cool. Do you really want your girl to make your place all pink? No, go have some style and taste, yeah. man. Yeah. And I was looking for this particular discipline table. I saw Vince had one. Who uh, might go shopping for that? Anyone know this schmo? Who's I'll this guy over here? <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I heard he got oh, his uh, his YouTube channel banned, and he, did he get did. That's weird. I wonder why he got banned. <laughs> I wonder. I asked him. Glenn, did, I asked. I asked Glenn. I'm like, well, did you put anything nude up? No, just retweeted oh. Thor's naked something or other about no, barbarian no. chicks with tits. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, guys. Go see him on Rumble. He, everything's there. Glenn so. Megan Fox with a dick is still a dick. No, yeah. no, Glenn. Oh, here he is. He paid to play here. Okay, <laughs> panel. We question we ever. Are, like any, any guy, any guy who has gone to pre-university has done some hogging, has gone whaling, and I guarantee. <laughs> but at you, least they were women. I guarantee they were women. There, there were no. There was a guy who I know who hooked up with a girl called Hammer. They called Hammerface. Okay, and she had a little bit of stubble, and 
you they could have passed for a dude on the some days definitely she was she threw the hammer toss yeah reminds me of sandpaper sally okay. strong girl nice person but same time you know what this i'd rather do that i'd rather slump bust because most guys sleep incel. with with ugly fat chicks anyways so helpers don't ugly care fat chicks every opportunity harder. Speaking of ugly fat chicks, Glenn Lawrence for ten dollars. Okay, panel, we all we all want to know Megan Fox with the D or a girl that looks like Thor. Oh man, that thing! Does she, does she have a beard that's like Thor? Is that the I mean, Tate thing where Tate yeah. was trolling? God, that's yeah. a. Troll. I just right, think I it's think... funny. I think it's so funny because then guys are like having debates on this. It's like Destiny with this whole. If you that... had to grape four women to save ten, I'm like what the fuck? That was the whole point of the troll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, marriage causes divorce for five British pounds. Divorce laws are very subjective. No one knows exactly what Karen, the divorce judge, is going to do with the husband's money. You lose all control. It just don't get married, guys. Don't get married. Isn't the black community doing this right now? Like nobody's yeah. married, but they all live together. Mm. Well, they've well, been doing that for a while. In their kids' lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, I mean, you also need to be careful of which state you live in. Because of you know community yeah. property laws and and uh, uh, common law marriage laws That's and stuff why like don't that live together either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you charge them rent, right, Cappy? Charge them rent, goddammit. <laughs> charge charge your girlfriend rent Put against all the house. Sign a lease. Sign that. I was going to say the yeah. lease. Have you guys in Canada? Yeah. It's really hard to evict tenants, so it's almost better just to date her. Yeah, I heard about that. California's like that too. Fight. Yeah, here people well, are like stringing it out for years. She can squat on you for almost three <laughs> months. Uh, Tiger Woods. She can squat on me anytime, sir. Oh, exactly. they're trying to they're <laughs> trying to pass a law here in Colorado that if you evict a tenant, that like you're as the landlord, you're going to be legally liable for them for the next three months. Like really? you have to you have to pay their cost of living for the next three months yep. to, so they could find a place. It's like, yes. how can you do that to a, a landlord? And, you know, but that's, you know, it's, yeah. I guess, I guess there's a light here. That is here I in California. But they don't do it to the big it. corporations who are, you know, own a bunch of properties. Let, let me explain <laughs> something you know, as, as the resident economist, uh, let me explain something to all the leftists and women. Since those are the two topics. Uh, me, I'm the resident. economist. Oh, oh okay. Like, you know, He's self-declared. Look, if they're if like they're sexperts and experts on farting on on CNN, I get to declare myself resident expert economist and have more authenticity. Fair enough. Fair enough. The the more you make it less profitable, if not outright a huge disincentive to interact with you in any way or or, or, or situation, you're going to have less of the stuff. You're going to have less housing. You're going to have less quality men. You're going to have less marriage. You're going to have less living together. And I'm sorry, the internet. Uh, is making it very clear and aware to young men in this particular case that you don't get married and now you don't co- cohabitate and you could keep passing these laws all you want about well you live together so according to canadian law you got to support you or they got they can live there for free soon you're just going to make it impossible to interact with all humans and we're going to be very atomized and very granular and it'll be no interaction nothing and your economy will grind to a halt but I, I, I don't believe women want to get married that much, uh, as much as they say. But for those of you girls who are looking for marriage and romance and dating and having a relationship, if you keep making these rules that make it not worth for men, like literally put the men's life at risk. Like you cannot make a shit test 
to pass it cost the man's livelihood, let alone his life. You don't don't be surprised when men aren't playing the game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Alex Patino, truck driver, Latino agent in the field, $10. Can't wait to see society fall faster. As soon as they implement a bachelor tax, then nobody will show up for work. I've seen guys refuse promotions just not to pay more taxes. Enjoy the decline. Yeah. I've seen that for guys who are thinking about divorcing too, that extra bit of money. And they're like, I would just lose it. So why? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I don't know what the society, I, I don't know if society is aware of this group of people called men. Um, what incentivizes us, how critically, vitally important, Thor, we talked about that on your on your show, we are to the economy. But I, we'll, we'll get by. We can get by on impulse power. We don't need that much. So <laughs> keep well, guys, I got to go. 75% impulse. All right. Yeah. See you later there, Jack. Um, it'll round it up. that goofy bastard already. What, ah. Jack? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Well, we Who? like Jack. <laughs> I tolerate Jack. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do a takeaway, and we'll uh, kind of call it a day. We'll round out the the show here. Uh, what would you be your parting advice to guys out there when it comes to interacting with women, when it comes to talking, negotiating, and heaven help you arguing? Uh, don't start. argue, Ryan. Go ahead. Just boundaries. That's all it is. What are you willing to put up with? What are you not willing to put up with? And then when somebody crosses your boundary, you enforce your boundary. If they respect your boundaries, they're worth keeping in your life. If they don't respect them, they're not. And all you got to do is just take that simple iteration and use it to anchor all your decisions. Do I get married? Mm-hmm. Do I not get married? Do I cohabitate? All kinds do of I relationships. Not? Yeah. yeah. And then everything you do, treat it as valuable. An argument with you is valuable because you're giving somebody attention. So if you start making the things that you have that have value cost something, you know, cost fair market rates, Aaron Clary term. Then you realize I'm not going to give it to everybody. So yeah, if you got a wife of 10 years and she wants to get in a fight because she's a little lonely or whatever, fine. But if you're going to argue with some girl you just met yesterday, it's like, no, you got to earn that. I'm not going to waste my time. A lot of guys don't treat their time as sacrosanct, and they really should. And that's all Mm -hmm. I got for you. Cool. All right, Ryan, thank you. Uh, John. um, John, Fitch, unmute yourself. What was the question? I stepped out for a second. (laughs) What, any final advice for men in, in final advice? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the marriage thing. You know, uh, don't involve the government in your business. That's really what it's about. If you wanna, you wanna have some kind of like spiritual thing, because marriage used to be between families in the church up until about a hundred years ago, and then for some reason, around the same time, the federal government started taxing us. They started keeping track of people being married. It's nonsense. If you're if you're a religious person, especially like why why is this church bowing down to a centralized <clears throat> government for permission to do what it's been doing for thousands of years? Stay away, stay away from marriage, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, but have boundaries. You need to have boundaries, and you need to understand that women aren't men, and you're not going to get the same conversation with the woman you're going to get with the man. You don't expect them to react the same way to a logical discussion that you have with your friends, your guy friends. It's not, it's not going to happen. Vince. Well, first let me take this delicious Chilean Malbec and raise my glass to you men on the panel and every, all these Spurgs and retards in the chat. Here's to you. Um, Pepsi zero. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Let's go. Indeed. So uh, I agree with uh, both Ryan and John, and I would say that, 
figure out what you want, design your life, uh, set your boundaries and stick to them and go out and make mistakes. I mean, ultimately, you guys are going to do what you want. Uh, but just remember there are consequences. So there you go. Cool. Paul, treat all women the same. Don't put them on pedestals and treat all interactions with women like a shit test. Uh, two great ways to handle shit tests, be indifferent or agree and amplify. That's all I got. Awesome. Thor? Ah, so just uh, back to the original question about them being able to communicate rationally in, in the same language. Just realize they do and they have a glimpse of it, but it's always couched or framed by feelings and emotions at the beginning, the end, and the middle. So you're going to have to weed through that. And when you do, you'll have quite a successful conversation with them. And when I'll, I'll go back to something that Paul's really familiar with, when a woman has the right level of attraction for you, whether she is going to be a sexual prospect or not just somebody you're communicating with, when they have a level of attraction for you, a lot of that stuff, that argumentative stuff evaporates. It goes away. And then you can get down to actually having a reasonable conversation with emotion and with rational uh, um, language. Cool. And I would say um, it, it's a matter of uh, policy. Uh, you have uh, unviolatable rules. It's like there is no crying. There is no arguing. We're not living together. You know, paraphrase. Seriously, you have the conversation up front. Uh, and, and that's it. And learning from Ryan, I think, I think for my own personal sake, we kind of figured out a, a policy to follow where, uh, a zero tolerance policy, we're not tolerating these behaviors. And if you do, we leave. And because I didn't get married and I'm not cohabitating and not under the, any kind of thumb or law, uh, of the law or the state, I can do that. And that results in a balance of power and, and hopefully a much more productive and healthier and less mentally painful, uh, relationship. Uh, Ryan, let's go through the group real quick. Tell people where they can find you. Ryan, go ahead. Dude, Ryan Stone. Look at me on YouTube. I also got Digital Ryan. If you don't like all the hoity-toity learning nonsense, which I don't, just come play some Minecraft with guys who have already succeeded. Mish, Chad, the T-Rex Army, that's like the, the little collab group. Ton of great content creators. It'll be great, so you don't have to watch some woke scolding shit. Uh, beyond that, just Praxeology Volume 1 Frame. It is a really good book. I know I kind of downplay it, but it is... Like it's very good that I've learned in the last 10 years in the married red pill synthesized. So it's not me running my mouth. It's a thousand guys that have already done the work and I just wrote it down and made money off of it. So good for me. Cool. It's also an audio because a lot of people don't like to read. So I'll read it to you. It's fine. You can listen. You to did my a soothing. good job narrating it. You did a real good job narrating it. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not uh, easy. Thor, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I'm RP Thor. You can find me on Instagram at RP Thor. Also become durable.com. <laughs> Uh, and just to let everybody know, uh, today at 11 o'clock, there'll be the dragon ship. We're going to talk again about dude, bro crack and what is it? And we'll kind of center around, uh, uh, the social sexual hierarchies. That's so fun and enjoyable to talk about. Also guys, uh, I'm going to be do something really special with my membership coming up, which is the dragons membership. I'm going to be doing a one time only this year replay this Tuesday. If you join the dragons of game 9000 sterling cooper helped me put that together it has to remain behind a paywall vince would mm -hmm. uh, probably likely approve of this content cool With that see you guys next time cool Go. all right fitch go to johnfish.net sign up for the newsletter uh i got johnfish knows nothing sunday nights 7 p.m on the left coast we'll be talking about fights bell tour was yesterday ufc is today um i also have 
My practical self-defense course is finished and I'm putting that together. It should be available very soon. Um, the intro to practical self-defense is free and available on Gumroad. Uh, but get this, get this guys. And you and your buddies can um, work together on some basic, simple self-defense stuff. Uh, it's, it's stuff that's on your feet. We're not throwing punches. We're not going to the ground. We're not submitting guys. We are diffusing situations, getting control of people in clinches, getting rid of them, snapping to the ground, pushing them away, creating space, getting away, right? We're doing levels of this stuff. So this is very practical for you guys to use. And there's no reason for you not to be able to get a few guys together and be able to drill this stuff and become competent and, and capable and able to defend yourself. All right. So be on the lookout for that. Cool. Paul. Um, I'll be hopping on the dragon ship with Thor after this for a bit. Uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern time today, I'll be a guest on the Command Your Confidence channel on YouTube. So check that out. Robert. Um, otherwise, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. I have episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday now. Wednesdays and Fridays are live streams at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So drop in for those on YouTube and sound off in the live chat. Cool. Thanks, Paul. Vince, do you have anything? Do you write books or got a website or a channel or anything like that? <laughs> uh, just go to YouTube and type in Masculine Geek. You can go to Twitter and use the handle Dennis Malone1884. That's Dennis with one N. Or you can go to MasculineGeek.life. There you go. Cool. And as for me, uh, please subscribe to my channel uh, because I am like 1,300 away from 100,000. And then I will never ask oh, people shit. to subscribe to my channel again. Yeah, that's I'm pretty cool. close. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost at 10,000, so hit my uh, yeah. Hey, it's... I'm almost at 2,000. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we're all monetized. Of shorts, guys. Shorts. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the uh, shorts. Yeah, so if you guys kindly would just give me to a hundred thousand, then I get my plastic trinket. Then I don't have to worry about this ever again. Uh, but it's been like, I'll, it's been a slow slog. Like I was going, yeah. going, going, and then just plateaued at like 98,000. So uh, Aaron, how long have you been at this? Like seven, seven YouTube, years? Yeah. YouTube. I've been on, I've had a channel for 10 years, but really didn't yeah. do anything with it until about nine years ago. But in three days, asshole consulting will celebrate its nine year anniversary. Dang. Wow. Yeah. So that's how long this crazy been a thing is. Dick for a very long time. I've been a professional dick for a long time. Yes, very long time. I need to start one. Big dick uh, consulting. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but and then also, hopefully by the end of the month or before, I will have the um, the dad you never had course offering cool. through Teachable. And Thor, I got to get your advice, Paul. You've helped me out. Uh, I need to get fathers to give me some final bits of wisdom. 100 um, anytime yeah any any kind of snippets you might have that's it all right well thank you gentlemen for being on the show thank you for everyone tuning in and we'll see you guys later toodles later.